All right, I'm black. Let's, let's keep this uh, critique train rolling as Papa now wants to go outside. Hashtag episode mood killer. I need to get a fucking doggy door. Now he doesn't even want to go outside. What an asshole. But what are you looking at? Hmm. Uh, let, let's, uh, let's keep this thing going. And gang, before I, woo, before I do this, let me reiterate. Because again, I already know what some of the responses are because I've already heard this shit. And you get to hear, well, if you're a real atheist, you won't even talk about. Shut the fuck up. You don't get to make the call on what makes an atheist an atheist. Can you dig it? But again, these are honest fucking questions. Something that I would think Christians would want to know about. Again, I, let me say this for the billionth time. I am not angry at your God. Again, that makes about as much logical sense as me saying I'm pissed off at Lex fucking Luthor. Again, these are called honest fucking questions. Right? And, and I remember, uh, fuck me. And the other one, did the whole, well, Robert, you were never a real Christian. Once again, go fuck yourself. You don't get to make that call. That tired ass talking point of, well, if you left us, you were never really one of us. Bullshit. That, that's like saying, I was never in love with my ex-wife because we are now divorced. That is bullshit. Right? And again, things changed. Hence the reason why she is my ex-wife. But to say that I wasn't in love with her because now we're formally married, that makes no fucking sense. But back to a little bit of a side note, I remember uh, talking to someone at work about uh, her Bible study. And the Bible studies where I work, gang, they're more like just fashion statements to be able to say, you know, you get to go to this person's house for a Bible. It's like, do you guys actually really study the fucking Bible? And this person was like, eh, you know, it's just kind of a chance to gossip, which I get. And I'm sure some of them are actual Bible studies. But I remember asking this person, when you walk out of your Bible studies, is your faith strengthened? She said, hell yeah. And I said, then I don't think you're doing it right. Right. If you're just going to sit here and go over the red letters, you know, how many different ways can you interpret the phrase Jesus loves you? But you're not going to ask, you know, real hard hitting questions like how the fuck does a man live in a whale's belly? Well, Robert, that's a metaphor. Well, funny you say that because I can find 20 Christians to tell me it actually happened. Same thing with Noah's Ark. Robert, that's just an analogy to what? The fucker murdered an entire planet. I literally know parents who will punish your children for saying the word fat or stupid. And that's just inexcusable, Rob. That, that's just disrespectful. <clears throat> but these are the same problems. People actually, I have been told, I have been told to my face in English words that I can understand that God killing an entire planet was the biggest show of grace. And I was like, dude, we just have different definitions of what grace is, right? I saved a dog from becoming splattering on fucking Lamar during lunch hour traffic. I'm no Superman, obviously, because I've ruptured my fucking Achilles. But I think that's a little bit bigger show of grace than murdering an entire fucking planet, right? So we're going to dive back into some of this shit that I used to ask Christians. Hold on, you know what time it is. 
delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. So even when I was a Christian, <laughs> I never, I mean, I did because I've been on the company line. Right? This is a Christian nation. We're allowed to do this. And you're just like, it just feels like we're running roughshod over people. Well, this is what God would want. Well, he just, then he seems like a mob boss to me. Right? And it's just this Christian entitlement that they're allowed, or at least up until recently, <clears throat> I've set the world's record for most amount of coughs in one fucking podcast. But they're allowed to shove their shit down everyone's throat. But we are not allowed to question it. And when we do question it, they curl up in a ball and scream persecution. Right? I mean, to all my out-and-out, you know, in-your-face atheist types, I mean, again, how many times have you had to talk about Christian persecution? How many times have you heard the excuse of, why can't you let me practice my religion privately? And you're like, motherfucker, I wish you would practice it privately. But it is you can't you don't get to claim both sides. Right? I, I've I've tweeted about it before, and they'll be out today. It's gonna be a little bit sunnier than it was yesterday. But here's the thing, gang. On uh, uh there's an intersection next to the gold gym where I work out. Probably around nine o'clock, there'll be a group of what could only be described as Westboro Baptist level Christians. Now, this intersection that I'm talking about <laughs> in South Austin, it is notorious for its incredibly long red light. Everyone knows it. If you're in a rush, make sure you avoid this intersection because you aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And they sit there on their megaphones <clears throat> and the adults are talking while the kids, and when I say kids, gang, some of these little fuckers haven't even reached the age of 10. And they're holding up these signs, literally telling everyone in their car, you're going to go to hell and you deserve it. You're a filthy sodomite. Enjoy torture, motherfucker. That, and when you sit there, and I remember there's one fucker, I won't even say this fucker's name. He, he does not deserve any airtime. He's not a Christian, but he is definitely the Reinfeld to their fucking Dracula. Right? This cat, his, I've never seen such sycophantic-like behavior out of someone not a member of the club he is so vigorously defends. His nose is so far up the Christian asshole that he can smell what they had for dinner before they rip the fart. I've never seen anything like it. But I remember one of the first times I <clears throat> posted a picture of these people on a street corner. It's like, yo, Christians, is this what you call fucking, you know, private belief? And his response was, well, why don't you move? And I was like, motherfucker, because I shouldn't have to. Right? I pay the exact same amount for my dirt as they do. The only difference is I don't knock on their door saying, you know what you believe in is bullshit, right? So again, it's this Christian entitlement that they're allowed to do their shit without any recourse, right? When, again, America's starting to wake up. It's like, you know what? Maybe the Ten Commandments don't belong in county courthouses. You know, those things that are paid for with tax dollars. A, a sticker on the back of police cars that says, in God we trust. 
I think we're starting to wake up and realize, no, that's not fair. That, that's that's kind of against the rules, right? And it's like, oh, you're trying to stomp out my Christianity. No, we're not. We're just trying to get you to follow the exact same rule book that everyone else does, right? Again, I said it earlier in part one, the exact same rules that protect me from you, protect you from everybody else. What's so fucking hard about that to understand? Oh, I know. Christians are used to getting their own way, right? It's not an attack. Again, it shows the entitled nature. It is not an attack on Christianity when a business owner realized, hey, you know what? A lot of things happen in mid to late December. I want everyone to spend their money in my store. And so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell my employees, say happy holidays. What do Christians do? No, take the Christ out of Christ. Shut the fuck up. No one's telling you that you have to take Christ out of Christmas. They're saying happy holidays. It's kind of like Black Lives Matter. Some way, somehow, this fucked up ass country took Black Lives Matter to mean fuck white people. No, that's not it at all. Right? Happy holidays, dumbasses. It includes Christmas. They're just inviting everyone into the celebratory pool. And you fucks are so entitled, you don't want to share the spotlight. That is Christian fucking entitlement. You're so used to standing on everyone's necks. Now that we're like, hey, <clears throat> would you mind? I would like to breathe. Whoa, 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 what's wrong with my foot on your neck? I can't breathe. But this is the way it's always been. Shut the fuck up. So, I mean, again, that Christian entitlement just ah, makes me sick to my stomach. Which leads me into the big daddy of them all. Fucking prayer. Gang, prayer by definition, by practice, is inherently selfish. It is narcissistic to its fucking bone. And it's also fucking useless, right? I mean, again, even I told y'all in my uh, one about athletes and their platform, another thing it was my uh, atheism one. I can't keep track. I'm starting to do a lot of these. Yay me. But... Again, you, we would sit there and we would pray for victory. And you're like, okay. Yeah, okay, there's nothing that this God, again, it's and praying goes against free will and God's ultimate plan. You can't have it both ways, gang. Right? So you're going to sit here and pray for victory. Texas versus Texas A&M. You really mean to tell me God is going to sit at Kyle Field or Memorial Stadium and watch a bunch of testosterone-driven 20-year-olds play a game? What, does he have money on this shit? We prayed for selfish shit, like winning a football game. And while fucking we're playing a game thinking God's sitting on our fucking shoulders, there's a kid right now, and I'm not even going to go over to, you know, some desolate place in Africa. Some some kid not 10 miles removed from the fucking stadium that I played in isn't going to eat dinner tonight. So, again, that, that family is praying for food. Texas beats Texas A&M. We get to sit here and say prayer works. What about the kid who went hungry that night? 
Well, Robert, the way prayer works is sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes it's maybe later. Shut the fuck up! That is a shitty excuse. Again, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. That altar boy who is being raped for the 27th time by some dick-slapping pervert called priest or father. Again, that kid is not praying. That kid is, in fact, begging God to make it stop. Your God is nowhere to be fucking found. So again, prayer in that case is fucking useless. Otherwise, it's just plain selfishness, right? Again, I I haven't told y'all much about what's going on in my private life, but it fucking sucks right now. I am not having fun being on this earth, right? Last week, last Sunday, I saw something that I should have never seen. And if I live another 50 years on this planet, I will not get that thought out of my fucking head. It is drilled in there. It is timestamped. It was fucking awful. And I'll never recover from that. And I remember I got to work on Tuesday and this person's telling me about this achievement that her son got. And uh, it was on Sunday. It was on Sunday, the exact same time I saw what I saw. She prayed because she was so proud of her son that, you know what? I, I truly hope that it's a great day. Sunny. Partly cloudy, it was like 77 degrees, slight breeze. And I remember she smiled from ear to ear when she was telling me that. It's like, Robert, that's God. Now, I didn't say anything, but you know what was going on in my mind. Shut the fuck up! That is selfishness beyond fucking selfishness. Do you mean to actually tell me that your God answered your specific prayer? for a 77 degree partly cloudy day so that your son could get some arbitrary title pinned to his chest because that title plus five bucks, you still can't eat at fucking lubies on that, right? So it's like, if your prayer actually does something to change God's perfect plan and you wasted that on a sunny day, you selfish sack of shit. And again, I'm not even talking about what I went through. Imagine how many people right now just found out they had cancer. You're telling me that your God helped you find a $20 bill, score a touchdown, eagle a hole at the Masters, prayer worked then. And again, for those of you who are saying, Robert, that's not how prayer works. You guys go talk that shit out because apparently it is. But again, if your God answers prayers the way you claim that he does, like a 77-degree day, and you wasted that prayer on a 77-degree day versus, dear God, end all cancer, you are the definition of fucking selfishness. And I remember when, um, again, people really put forth, I should have written a fucking, I should have had my podcast back then, (laughs) but... Uh, one of the my friends is like, look, Robert, my, my mom, she has converted a great many atheists and we're really worried about your soul. I mean, would you would you like to talk to my mom? Like, yeah, sure, why not? Sounds fun. 
For over two hours, gang, for over two hours, we sat there and all this lady did was threaten me with eternal torment. I bullshit you not. And I still remember when she realized she wasn't even cracking the fucking surface. And I was like, I live in chronic pain, lady. My head never turns off. I live my life exhausted and in fucking pain. So what, you're, you're telling me I'm going to hurt some more? Ooh, anything but that. Right? And she was like, well, it's the worst pain ever, Robert. You've never felt pain like this. It's like, bring it on. Bring it on. I mean, if this is how you've really converted other atheists, you didn't convert anybody. You just scared them. But she pulled and she tried to talk to me about miracles to show that God exists. It's always breast cancer, right? It's always fucking breast cancer. She did her self-examination. She felt a lump in one of her breasts. <coughs> that was Monday. She prayed on it. And by Friday, it was gone. Hey, prayer works. I don't have breast cancer. So I asked, did you get that thing diagnosed by an actual doctor? Someone who specializes in cancer? No. So how do you know it was cancer? Because I know my body. I mean, fuck me. I, I know my body too, but I wasn't able to accurately diagnose kidney failure. I was literally hours away from dying. So how, how do you know that, one, it was cancer, and two, how do you know that you cured it? Because of God. Oh, okay, okay. So you're really telling me that God cured your tits? Yes. So you, you, you're sitting on the magical incantation that could end breast cancer, and you're not sharing it with the medical community? You are the definition of fucking selfish. There's just a prison waiting for you. Are you fucking kidding me? You mean to tell me that no kid has to hear your mom's got cancer, Junior. They don't have to hear that ever again because you and you alone cracked the puzzle piece. You know how you know the exact set of words to say to the Christian God to end cancer, and you don't share it to the medical community. Do you know what she said? Oh, they'll mock me. And that's what you're worried about? <laughs> Is that what you're worried about? You're worried about someone making fun of you, but yet you can save the world. You literally could save the world, but you're so fucking selfish that you did it for just you. Just like the lady who said, I prayed for a sunny day and I got it. So your God answers prayer. And you can literally change his unchanging plan. That's perfect. And you could cure cancer, AIDS in Parkinson's, Alzheimer. You can end the crime of rape. Atlanta Falcon football, all of that. And you pray for a sunny day. You pray for a $20 bill. You pray for the place kicker. And we, I actually remember that happening. Texas versus Virginia, 1995. One of the most exciting games I've ever played in. Phil Dawson, his range started as soon as he walked out of the locker room. That guy was ice cold. Without a doubt, the best place kicker I've ever played with. Literally with seconds on the clock. It was like a 47-yard field goal into the wind. Go look, at, go look at YouTube. They show the sexist sidelines. We are all on our knees. Half of us have our head bowed in prayer. 
please God, make it. Please God, make it. Now, if you guys think I sound hoarse now, I screamed like a little kid. Phil made that shit with like five to ten yards to fucking spare. I screamed myself hoarse. Do you guys not understand how selfish that is? Again, prayer by definition is selfish. And if it's not selfish, then it's fucking useless. It's almost like karma, right? And to rewind it all the way back to the hell uh, point that I made earlier, I think about like the Ray Comforts and people like that who always bring up like Hitler, right? Well, shouldn't Hitler get punishment for, you know, doing what he did to 6 million Jews? You know, if your God was actually loving, he wouldn't have let that shit happen in the first place. Well, Robert, there has to be a balance. There, you have to punish, you know, you know, bad deeds, which is kind of like karma. Yeah, it makes you feel really good that someone like Adolf Hitler is burning in hell, even though he could have had a last second conversion and completely go to heaven while six million Jews completely go to hell, provided they didn't accept the blood fucking sacrifice. But again, it's like the, the concept of karma. Karma only works when it's in your favor. Right. I mean, fucking if you're if you're well, Robert, it just makes me feel good to know that the racist or the rapist is going to get karma. So in five years, when their dick falls off, like, see, he got what he deserved. That's karma, Robert. OK, that made you feel good. But the little girl who got raped, what did she do in the 12 years on this fucking planet? That was so heinous. She just had it coming. See, you can't have it both ways. Karma only works when it works in your favor. But again, what did that child do in 12 years on this planet or maybe a previous life? What did they do that was so fucking bad that they had to be the receiving end of that heinous ass crime? Just like prayer, just like the concept of hell, hell only works when it makes you feel good. And these were the questions that I always had. Right again, uh, uh, fuckface Derek Chauvin. Someone, when I was on Twitter tweeting about it, and someone was like, you know, it, we were on the same side, so it, it didn't turn this into an argument, but it made this person feel good that Derek Chauvin was going to go to hell and even quote it like some Roman shit. And my only response was, I would much rather him get a harsh earthly sentence. And that, that was it. But again, George Floyd could have died a Buddhist. Who the fuck knows? He went to hell. Derek Chauvin goes to heaven. But you guys don't want to wrap your mind around the fact that he could find Jesus if he hasn't already to forgive him of his sins. Isn't that what Amber Geiger did? When a judge got off the bench and hugged her, <clears throat> gave her her personal Bible. Yeah, Baltham Jean apparently is in heaven according to the Christian religion, but now Amber Geiger gets to go. But again, one of my ladies who just so happens to be Muslim, she gets raped and killed. Guess who goes to hell? And again, your prayer isn't working. The people in the deep reaches of the Amazon, they haven't gotten the word. Right? So again, prayer is either selfish or it's fucking useless. If there's a third option, I would love to hear it. So gang, I presented the motherfucking problem. 
As usual, I'm going to present my motherfucking solution. Christians, if you are listening to this, if you gut it through this entire uh, uh, <laughs> diatribe, whatever the fuck you want to call this, if you've made it all the way through, one, thank you. Honestly and truly, thank you for listening. This was not an attack. This was not an attack. These were honest fucking questions. And I have yet to get an honest fucking answer. So my solution is to my Christian brothers and sisters, ask questions. Your beliefs inform your actions. When we talk about anti-gay, we talk about anti-abort, these are all Christian-based initiatives. I think the world would be better, honestly, if the numbers of Christians kind of reduced. I do. People get to make their own calls. But Christians, ask questions. Don't be satisfied with doo-doo-ass answers. And no, I know it may sound like it, this isn't a recruiting call. But you cannot tell me that at 27 years old, you actually believe that a man lived in a whale's belly for fucking three days. What about the fucking stomach acid? Ask questions. Don't be satisfied with doo-doo-ass answers. Hold those pastors and preachers, hold their feet to the fucking fire. Ask, quench the thirst that is your fucking curiosity. Now the big guy's going to sign the fuck off. Jen and truth, let's go. Let's go. Truth, yeah.